Yesterday, the Loud Horlers triumphed in Crow Park once again. This is episode 198, the story of the day, the Laurie Maher Cup win. But first, Oasis. Yes, I suppose we, we just have to begin with up the Horlers. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant day in Crow Park. <laughs> I tell you what, it takes an awful lot out of you finals day in Crow Park. Getting up there, the anticipation... The game itself, the post-match crack and seeing the loud man walk up the steps and raise a trophy. Um, it's just brilliant to see. It's It, it, it was just, it was just an, an unreal day. You know, we earmarked this at the start, very start of the year. Um, I would have said it numerous occasions. I said it then in the preview with Stephen Yore about the... Uh, about the Laurie Mark campaign. Actually, great podcast with, with um, Stephen Yor. If you haven't heard it already, I think I'm going to post that up free when I get a chance so everyone can listen to it. Um, very poignant, speaks very well. Like, you know, he's a wonderful story to tell in terms of getting yourself checked out and getting yourself sorted because it just, it's just, it's already helped people. People who've, who are signed up in the Patreon community on patreon.com forward slash have signed up and listened to it heard the story and actually are sorting themselves out as well so yeah um, that's a good podcast during the week we ended the hex I suppose with Denise Flatterty on we've ended that hex now we finally got along for it got the bullies in the wide open plains of Crow Park and just tore them asunder and it was great to see it was brilliant because we, we have good haulers we, we good stick work we good footwork we're, we're, we're nimble we're fast we're pacey we need to be getting up the tiers. Once we get up the tiers, it'll suit us much, much better. Better conditions, better playing area, more uh, better facilities and grounds all around the country. So getting up next year to Nicky Rackard. Look, at I watched the Nicky Rackard yesterday and we've nothing really to fear. Nothing to fear at all. I know we, 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 like we, we've rattled around this season. We've, we've, we, I know Ross Common gave us a good good beating in uh, Dowdle until the start of the season. But still... Once we get up and going, you know, in Crow Park, like we have the forwards to do, we have the panel, we have the depth. There's other young players coming through. We spoke about that during the week, and um, we also have uh, what was I going to say? Free taker as well. Free taker supreme in Darren Gagan. Right. So the starting team yesterday, Rory Morrissey. What a what a transfer he's been. Uh, the Dublin chap moving to the Feckins, getting him in goals, been excellent. Made really good saves again. Really, really, really assured the whole day yesterday. Matthew Fee, he came back into the side right full. Donal Ryan, full back. Left full, Adam Plunkett. Jamie McDonald, Connor Quigley and Danny Morgan made up the half-back line again. Morgan out in the half-back line like he did against Cavan. Shawnee Crosby, the best dancer in the squad seemingly, teamed up with the best trainer in the squad, Liam Lyon in the middle of the field. Balaam Joyce out in the wing. Not in the... Not in the 40 as he had been and he, as he had been in the last winning final um, in Croker. Sean Keneally on the 40. Peter Fortune. Keneally came back into the side. He made such a good impression against, against Leitrim. I mentioned that last week. His physicality, his hands and the whole eye. His hands were excellent. I'm going to talk about that more in the flow of the game now. Um, Peter Fortune on the other wing and Darren Gagan inside floating in around the two lines with Paul Matthews. What a player he is. And Sean Kerris inside beside each other. Niall Keenan with Niall Keenan on the bench. Mark Gahan off the bench. Porrick Fallon came in off the bench. Andrew Smith came off the bench. Andrew Mackin, the Laurie Mara Player of the Year in 2020, came off the bench. 
in the end too. But look, I tell you what, it wasn't playing sale in early doors. <laughs> Longford got the better start. Uh, Joe O'Brien got the first goal, um, first score of the game in the fifth minute. Very scrappy. Like I know we got lovely blocks from Liam Malloy and Shawnee Crosby. They started well. Malloy was really good. I, I don't know what he was giving man of the match, but he probably was my man of the match. Uh, no, actually. Oh, Paul Matches, Phelan Joyce, Morrissey. It's a toss-up. It's actually a toss-up now you say it. But they, Colin Milan and Ruben Murray got Pad Longford 1-2 to no score up. Um, with seven minutes, we were scrappy. We just wasn't coming together. But going behind, it gave us a bit of a focus, a bit of a drive. It settled us in terms of what we had to do and get back into the game. And Liam Malloy did that to kind of open up for me, drill the point over the bar. Like I said, he started very well. I probably would give him another match, you know that? But uh, another low drive in by Malloy, this time to Paul Matthews, driving through. Lovely parallel pass, has the vision to see Sean Keneally. He's turned through from the 40 and drilled a low shot into the into the, into the the hill. And that was, that was it. You just could sense it then. We got that bounce. We hit 2-5 to no reply in this run. We stopped Longford from scoring for 22 minutes. Um, Gagan adds a score. He gets two in a row, put us in the lead. In the 16th minute, Paul Matthews gets a nice point. Phelan Joyce gets a lovely score as well. He was found again by um, Malloy. Then Matthews gets a lovely goal. Um, lovely finish. Once he gets in that side, uh, that area, wide open playing. Like he was just... Wanted him to get the ball. He had the whole Longford backs and tender hooks. Like they were afraid of life from getting the ball. Even the stickwork of Kerrish as well. And it, it, it was just, it was always there and always in a locker. And it just, it just opened up. And once he got that goal, lovely he flicks the ball through his legs. Lovely stickwork flicks it through the Longford goalie's legs. I should say, um, and that was it. Two five to one two. We we're just playing really well. Now, in fairness to. Um, Oh, quickly got a lovely flick, lovely defensive flick as well. Um, but I said the heavy marshaled that defence very well at Court Park. Court Park suited him. Um, if fairness too long for they did come back into Paddy Lyon and one of the Parmer players were told from Westmead. He jolted him into action. He got three points, um, three out of the f- next four points in a row. We kind of sat back. They were determined. They were really full of spirit. Like the first one was a sixty-five, but then two of them were in the Hogan stand. Fairly good. Wax, but then again, we had Darren Gagan. He weathered that mini long for the revival. We were well taken free. And uh, Joyce clipped over his second point, and we went in half time. Uh, Johnny Crosby got a score as well. And we went in um, <coughs> 2 9 to 1 7 head. But um, luckily, it was kind of more or less. You kind of felt that it was, it was there for us, and we we're going we to gonna take over. And we did, like Darren and Joe Bryan and Line them kind of traded freeze, but Gagan got a first four points in the second half. Emma Curran got a score for them in the middle of the field, but then uh, <clears throat> we just opened up. Matches gets a goal in the fourth time, and he squeezed in long ball in from substitute Niall Keenan. We had really good impact off the bench. He squeezed in between the full back and, Col- and goalie Colin Gallagher to get through, palm it in, or like flick it in from an open net. That put it, we win the one four. Once you get a goal in Crow Park or a goal in a final, it, it kind of it's an emotional one and it stuns the other team. And we really worked on that. We got four more points after the goal. Balaam, Joyce, and Malai. Like the, those two boys, they combined for nine points on the day. They were super, absolutely super. They love playing at Crow Park. 
Um, Sean Carroll's got his point as well before he was taken off. That post three eighteen to one eleven, like pure auto driving seat. What's that two seven? That's two seven ahead. That's thirteen points ahead. They did kind of get it, get kind of back. Um, Ruben Murray gets a goal, uh, pulls one back. With Phelan and Malloy continue to dominate. <coughs> um, Joe Bryan gets a free, but then we hit the next. <coughs> Uh, Corey gets the second point as well sorry we hit the next one two three four five six points in a row Keenan gets two of them in a row he was he was really really good impact so to play with Steele Mark Gahan as well like two good players to have off the bench Malai hits his fifth point um, Gagan gets another free he finished what did Darren finish with Darren finished with nine nine in total wow uh, sorry Malai finished with four and Phelan got five points Um Parik Fallon, he came off the bench a couple of years ago to to score, and he did the same again. Uh, their goal, their full back, go up the field and score a goal. Didn't they? It was a consolation goal. They hit two goals, and we didn't take a feather out of us. Um, Ruben got another one. Darren Gagan, delighted, got the final say in the, in the thing because he did a good season, and he, he's probably top scorer in the competition without going into detail in it. But like another another top score of nine points. But um, yeah, really good day, really historic day for Loud Horland. That puts us like, you know, second win in three seasons. We've never been lost the Laurie Maher final. That's our third win. We're top of the roll of honour list as well. Third title in six seasons, um, two and three. Like, it's time to drive on now. And I think Paul McCormick should stay on with us and propel us forward again. Gets us into Nicky Racker. Drive on there. Take that momentum. We've seen Mayo get to the Christie Ring final on the back of that momentum as well. You know, it's there for us. It really, really is. Um, and we, like, we'd be more than competitive, like I said at the start. Here is that man who deserves an awful lot of credit. You know, he's he's, he's got this panel. You know, when, when you see managers... Um, building a good panel it tells that he's doing something right you know it wasn't going well for us we were like we were what would you say not not overwhelming not not convincing in the campaign but we got the wins when we needed to we showed character below in Leitrim we got the job done against Calvin we we on the biggest day we, Paul, Paul will say that now as well we just exploded into life and that's exactly what you want and we are big team, big game players. Like I did mention that with Stephen, I mentioned that with Denise as well. And, and these boys are good horrors and they have good mindset as well. Um, but just the depth of the panel and switches and the fact that uh, the fact that he had like players coming in, like Keneally comes in today and he was a massive outlet with his hands, especially in the second half, plucking the ball. He, he, he likes to tinker with it. Sometimes, I don't know whether... Tinkering is good, but uh, it worked. It worked yesterday. It worked on the big day, and look, I think he's right up there. And I wouldn't be surprised if other t- other counties are looking at looking to try and get Paul in. But I think he's top notch now. I have to say, and uh, he's he's definitely worked wonders again to, with this group and getting us up the division. Like that's two. The record stands for itself, but it's the performance, the performance level as well, and the stick work and the skill. We're a skillful hurling team, like fast ground, like open open spaces. You don't, you're not really afforded that in uh, in the Larry Maher. But once you get in Crow Park on final day, the first of three finals, first of three one-sided finals actually. But um, you'll hear from Paul now. Reaction after the the final whistle. 
Paul, you have to be happy with that display and the achievement of um, winning today. Very satisfied. I'm delighted for the players. They've put in a huge amount of work and they bought into what we are trying to create within the group. Um, they've worked tremendously hard. It's been uh, an up and down road, you might say, and um, we've had some difficult days, but good, good learnings and good experiences for the fellas. Um, you know, we're trying to push the group on as a whole and, and develop individually as well as collectively. So thrilled that they got a huge performance on the biggest stage, you know, and that's a, a real good trait to have in a team um, that, you know, they really picked it up when it mattered um, and no better place to do it in Crow Park in front of a load of Louth people and also that's going out around the world. Like, so, listen, anybody who has Louth connections will um, will see the result and hopefully they're watching online and that'll bring a bit of pride to them and that's what the game's all about, whether it's club or county, that pride in your own place and uh, just thrilled for the, for the fellas. How did you feel com- about your chances coming into the game? Because uh, you'd lost the group game against Longford in Longford. Yes, well, that day was uh, it was a huge part of our development. I would say as a team, we played actually very well in the first half. Missed a few chances, and then Longford got a man sent off, and that seemed to unsettle us. They regrouped at half time, come out, and really threw everything at us because they knew that it was nearly do or die for them. So. In some aspects, that did us no harm, and you, you'd always find a wee bit more of an edge after maybe a game hasn't went the right way for you. So we we knew that we had no Paul Matthews that day suspended. You know, just a tremendous player and fella, and lots of talent, and we knew that if we can get ball in them, he would be a big, big difference. Uh, the next day we played them. One of the key features of today's game was the amount of space that you created in attack, in particular, and that caused huge problems for the causing huge problems throughout for the Longford defence. Yeah, yeah, we we planned in that way. Like um, there was some um, misinformation about uh, Darver not being a big pitch out there, but uh, it's the same size as Crow Park, and credit the GA for planning that. Like so, we knew what exactly we were going into. It's the full size in Darver, and we have been there loads of times, and we knew if we got the Crow Park on a on a, on a really pristine um, playing surface that we do damage with our mobility uh, the way we play we knew that if we got the right ball in the right time that we will put up a score and we probably we probably left a few behind us there as well like, and the boys might give out I'm a hard taskmaster but we're always looking for that next level and you know uh, to score over 30 points in a national final we knew that um, I haven't seen that sorry I'm just tremendously proud of the boys like, and the way they carried out the, the instructions and they stuck to the plan a little bit of a nervous start, but it settled, settled well. Yeah, it, it was. It obviously didn't go to plan. Uh, we tried to keep the boys grounded all week and maybe try and use some of the experience from two years ago. That was, um, it was a weird experience that time. Only seven players actually have uh, remained on the first 15. So, you know, it was trying to get the fellas who were there two years ago to get composed and to get the game off to a good start didn't happen but credit to the fellas and we learned throughout the year you know being calm and you're going to hit be hit with maybe unforeseen things that you know um, probably from the start we didn't want to happen a 5-0 down there was no panic and once we got we got chipping away and we got the we got the goal a great team move like Matthews this big Sean and then he buried it that really settled us and from then on I felt that we were at the pitch of the game now you you have a great record in the Laurie Mar Cup, three three wins, three finals, and three wins, hundred percent record in the Laurie Mar Cup. Now the big question is about the step up to the Nicky record level. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Like um, I would hope the fellas are ambitious, and I hope that they want to to push on and say that the last time we, we winners want more. 
Um, that's e- easily said. It's up to the fellas' actions and where they want to do that. You know, there's tremendous opportunities out there for them, and you know, hopefully that they'll, you know, really want that themselves. Um, Nicky Rackard is, is another level up in terms of physicality and, and depth. But you know, we have a really young team there. Average age starting was 24, and you know, there's other young fellas in the county who hopefully. Um, will want to come in and join the panel. We want to make it attractive for, for Louth uh, holders who are 16, 17, 18, 19, so they can come in and add it. We have a tremendous um, backing from the county board. Um, you know, we've an SNC coach this time for the first time, and that has really helped, and that development would need to start again. You know, it's, 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 Hurling doesn't stop now, so hopefully uh, they'll take stock, they'll go and enjoy their club Hurling and club football, and then maybe um, if, if that hunger and desire is there, then they'll, they'll put the, the Rally jersey on again in the wintertime. But for the moment, you have to be a really, really happy man with the performance today in a national final that it was so comprehensive and uh, as good as you could have expected. Absolutely. Just just satisfied, I suppose, the word, and just thrilled for the fellas who really enjoyed themselves out there. And that's what sport's about. You could see the way they were playing. They were really enjoying it and they are in the moment. And they were playing for themselves and also their families who came up to support them. I know you've been scratching your head at times. Sometimes maybe the game plan has been deviated away from when it's got into battles, but today it was slick passing through the line. Kevin, that's, uh, it's just getting the fellas to buy into that, right? Completely, 100%. You know, that's, uh, it's just part of the process and the involvement of a team. You've seen it in the first day in Armagh, and I always believed in it that we have the hoarders do it and wants to stick to that and trust themselves and trust what we're trying to do. And that's been coming recently. Um, you know, we put up big scores against Calvin and Lancashire. And, you know, Is that that ability? That yeah, there's ability. no doubt about it. Like, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's just all the jigsaw pieces coming together and again on, on, the, on the right day. But you know, it's credit to the fellas themselves. They're taking more ownership. They're uh, developing as, as players as well as people. Like, you know, they're... That's another uh, another bit of learning and experience today, Alex. Like. So yeah, no, no, it's just uh, just tremendous for them, like you know. It, it seemed fairly significant last week. The, the, a lot of the talk was the fact that they'd come through a battle, and that was maybe mm-hmm. something probably proven to themselves. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And I said after the Longford match, that's not going to happen again. Not not in my watch. That if we get ahead, uh, we're finishing the job off. It doesn't happen. And we drew a line in the sand, and we had a chat, and then away we went. You know, so later was huge uh, battle for us in a tighter pitch, you know, slower pitch. But we came through that and that stood us. It probably seems like now that you know the year is at an end, quote unquote. Like so, trying to to develop or, or build on this, you, you nearly wish you were going to national league hurling. You see, now. that's it. But no, that's the, the, the split season is 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 it is what it is. You know, from December until now. But the fellas now can go and play with their clubs, hurling and football. That's what the games are there for and, and away they go and, and, and good luck to them. But they try and carry the same standards and they try and carry the, the things that we've tried to put in them individually and collectively, go back to their clubs and, and keep lifting the bar. You know, that's that's the same in every county, you know. So sport keeps going and they're, they're lucky, they're young and they can they have a game next week, some of them, and the way they go. But it's just a tremendous day for them and they'll always remember the day they played in Crow Park or part of a panel who won a cup in Crow Park because... I've been here before, and when you lose, it's a quiet place, and it's it's a long road home. Like, but we'll enjoy ourselves uh, this evening, no doubts. Um, and then, sure, you know, whatever happens in the club season will happen, and we'll take it from there. And just finally, like the year was probably a bit survival first and foremost in the league, and then winning this. So, well, you, you might say that, but I would always look at it the year of uh, are the fellas getting better, are they developing themselves, are 
uh, we continue to stretch them or we continue to provide an opportunity for them to get better. So that was always happening and there, I showed them a slide the other night of success. Sometimes people think it's a straight line. It's not. It's a squiggly line and it's stopping and it's going backwards and we talked through that and there was different points in the air. You were in Warwickshire. It looked like the fucking world, excuse me, had, had fallen out of us when we got to the draw. But that was all part of the process, you know, and we showed huge character that year. So, yes, staying up in the leagues, it's really important for them to stay, to, to stay at that level. And then, you know, ups and downs in the championships as well. But that's, that's the game. Like, you, you take the breaks and group championships are funny and you see nothing monster. Like, so that's, I told them, lads, just you never know what's going to happen. You just keep, keep plugging away. Like. I want to see that squiggly line slide of, of success. Uh, no, with all, all fairness, yeah, great, great chat there with 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 Paul after the final whistle. So that that's it for the season in terms of Loud Horland, which is crazy, you know. There, well, not crazy, but it, it it's back now to the to the club stuff. Very interesting championship. We'll be doing all that. We're covering all that as usual on Loud and Proud uh, Championship Podcast Champods, um, and I suppose a couple of a couple of things to kind of finish. You would have you'll hear the. Um, the listen back if you're not able to watch it listen back to round six league all about the show posted that earlier on today and um, there'll be live podcast reaction in the morning to the draw um, who do you want um, where we play it still up for decision will it be in Nava Nuri Armagh someone said Brefney Park will it be RD um, you know like all the I don't know it depends on who we get um I think we're going to get Tyrone. I'm going to say that now on record before the thing's drawn out. It's going to be Tyrone, isn't it? It really is. So I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, congratulations again to the Loud Horrors. A uh, really, really great, really proud day yesterday in Croker. And uh, thanks very much for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. And I'll talk to you during the week. And if not, I'll chat to you again for episode 199 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Good luck. Bye bye.